Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Okay, let's talk about the digital utopia neighborhood proposed for Toronto by Alphabet. That is the parent company of Google. This is a plan that's been put together by Sidewalk Labs. That's a sister company of Google. And the plan is, it's quite astonishing, this plan, actually. A high-tech, cutting-edge neighborhood. It's outlined in a 1,500-page report released this week. It would start with 10 new buildings, 2.7 million square feet of residential and commercial space in the Toronto waterfront. This would be a high-tech, wired neighborhood, self-driving cars, street sensors to monitor traffic and pedestrian patterns, everything connected and coordinated by a public Wi-Fi system. Uh, this has got some people excited and some people worried. Some people wonder about the profiteering by a big tech company like that. Also, the privacy concerns uh, being raised as well. Let's check in now with Dr. Ann Kavukian, uh, distinguished expert in residence at Ryerson University, my alma mater, the <laughs> former privacy commissioner for the province of Ontario. I'm very pleased to welcome her. Hi. Hi, Mike. Thank you. Thanks very much for coming on. You used you were uh, working as a consultant at one point for with Sidewalk, right? This uh, Google Google company. Yes, yes, they had retained me as a consultant to embed privacy by design, which is something I developed years ago into the smart city that they envisioned. Yeah, and, and I uh, said I said I'd love to do that, but know that I'm going to be a thorn in your side if you don't do the highest level of privacy possible. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't doubt that at all. So when you saw the 1500 page report that came out this week, what did you think? I, I wanted to go further in terms of privacy. Uh, one of the things that I had insisted upon was that all personal information, must, all data must be de-identified at source, meaning you've got to anonymize the data the minute it's collected because you're going to have technologies on 24-7. Sensors will be collecting your data all the time. So there's no opportunity for people to consent or revoke consent about their personal information. So I said if you de-identify all the data the minute it's collected, then you will have still lumps of data, but it will be anonymized, and you can use it freely. And that didn't happen. Okay, de-identify means, okay, they can collect sort of traffic patterns and pedestrian patterns and shopping patterns and that kind of thing, but you're not identifying anyone individually. Exactly. Right. You're not yeah. identifying yeah. people's faces. You're not identifying people's license plate numbers on their vehicles, which you could right. track. We don't, want, we don't want smart cities of surveillance. We want smart cities of privacy, and that's how you start from the bottom up. How, what are these sensors? What kind of data would these all these sensors be collecting? It'll collect everything. So the traffic monitoring, for example, cars coming and going, where they're going, at what time of day. I mean, imagine if you're always late to work because you're shopping or doing some, something you shouldn't be doing, and that ends up in the hands of your employers. Don't think these things don't happen. I always tell people you've got to beware of the unintended consequences of the data collection. Okay. Um you were working as a consultant with Sidewalk. You're obviously critical of the plan that they've released. So, have you parted ways with them now? 
I resigned about uh, six months ago, maybe a little longer, right. uh, because of the following. They at, at one of the board meetings, they were telling everyone that they were creating something called a civic data trust, which is referred to as an urban data trust in this report. And they said... They did this because they were being criticized in terms of who's going to govern the data. It can't be sidewalk labs that decides how to use the data. And they said in response to that, look, we're happy to share the governance of the data. We'll create the civic data trust consisting of multiple parties, Waterfront Toronto, the municipal government, provincial government, and various IT companies that are working on this. And then they said the following. They said, of course, we will encourage them to de-identify data at source, to anonymize it, but we can't make them do that. And you see, the minute they said that, I knew I had to resign because no one is going to do this if you just leave it up to them voluntarily. Personal information is a treasure trove. Everybody wants to collect information in personally identifiable form. You can track it. You can send advertising to it. There's so much you can do. And when they said that, and they hadn't consulted with me on that because they knew what I would say, I resigned the following morning. Wow. Okay. I'm speaking to Anne, uh, Dr. Anne Kavokian. She is the former privacy commissioner for the province of Ontario. And we're talking about the, the smart neighborhood proposed by the parent company of uh, Google in, in Ontario. Where, where does this, uh, this proposal go from here? I mean, this sounds like such an ambitious and expensive uh, project. As, uh, it is. As, yeah. Where does it yeah. go from here? Well, it's with Waterfront Toronto, the governing body, and they will have months uh, to review it, of course, because it's extensive. But the good news is this. When I resigned from Sidewalk Labs, Waterfront Toronto, their board called me right away, and they said, come work with us. We believe in de-identifying the data, anonymizing the data, so that it won't be an intrusion into privacy. We'll still have lots of data, but it won't be linked to personally identifiable individuals. So I'm now working with them to make this happen. They're committed to it, and I applaud them because they believe in the privacy of the residents of the area, the Quayside. And so I think we're going to make this work. But they, of course, have to review this 1,500-page master plan, and this will, of course, take considerable time but rest assured privacy is going to be strongly embedded into this no question what does sidewalk labs say this uh comp- this google affiliated company when when they talk when they face the criticism of this data collection what do how do they respond what do they say they want the data for that's a good question these are all the um gray areas that will no doubt uh, be resolved with the review of this master plan. See, the problem is we we don't know exactly how it's going to be used, and we have to insist on whatever the governance of the data is, however it's decided to be used, it can't involve personal information. See, once the data are scrubbed and you don't have personal identifiers in it, then you are free to do much more with it in terms of traffic flows and congestion and all, all kinds of things. But we have to insist upon the data being de-identified right at the time it's collected at source, full stop. That has to be a condition of joining this urban data trust they're creating. Right. I mean, they're talking, the way this is described is almost like kind of a brave new world of a, a smart neighborhood, everything wired and everything being extremely efficient. That sounds great, but do you think, is there, yeah, I mean, is there, is there a way to do this right, like to protect privacy, but still have all the benefits of this technology? There is, if you 
de-identify the data right at the time it's collected and anonymize it. I, I keep repeating that because it's essential. Otherwise, you will end up having smart cities of surveillance instead of smart cities of privacy. I'm on the International Council of Smart Cities, and you should look at all the smart cities being developed in the Far East, uh, Shanghai, Dubai, China. They're all surveillance cities. They, they know everything you're doing. All your activities are tracked, your movements. There's no freedom. There's no liberty. We can't have that here. What are the what are the specific dangers there of a of a I think that's an, an amazing turn of phrase there a smart city of surveillance what is what are some of the dangers of that Oh my god it, it, in China they assign social credit numbers to everybody so anyone walking on the street if you're jaywalking you'll get fined you'll get contacted you, you will be prevented from engaging in certain activities going to certain uh, jurisdictions you'll be p- penalized the state has full control that is the antithesis of privacy. And we can't have that. Privacy forms the foundation of our freedom. So if you value freedom and liberty, you value privacy. Right now, we take it largely for granted. Once it's stripped away, you will see what happened in Hong Kong just last week. They are defiant. They do not want to be part of China with absolutely no freedom whatsoever. That's what we have to enjoy here and preserve for our children, for our grandchildren. We have to insist upon this. Okay, who gets to make the calls on this? If you get your way, you want the city of Toronto to put their foot down on this, that if we're going to allow this, it has to make the, meet this criteria? Who, who makes the call on that? It will be this organization called Waterfront Toronto, yeah. and they will be making the, um, the decisions, and I'm going to be helping them in any way that I can in terms of privacy. Okay, we continue to watch this one with keen interest, okay. and uh, thank you very kindly for coming on. My pleasure. Thank uh, you. I appreciate it. That is Anne Kavukian. Uh, Ryerson University.